Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Happy Valentine's Day, or I don't know, you don't really say Happy Ash Wednesday. Yeah, I guess you're really a solemn thing. Wouldn't do that. No, yesterday was like Happy Fat Tuesday. Which feels inappropriate and like you're going to get canceled. But hey, before we do anything else, Nancy, on this Valentine's Day, the morning news sponsored by The Farmer's Dog. Fresh, human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. I love you guys, too. The Farmer's Dog. That's them saying, I love The Farmer's Dog. Yes. I love the farmer's dog. Yeah. That's what the last one's saying. Anyway. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day. So here's a little conundrum. I don't know how to talk about this. Uh, Yesterday, we expected a lot of snow, and I woke up to none. Mm -hmm. Didn't think about any snow yesterday. Woke up with more today. I had more snow this morning than I had after that entire thing went through yesterday. There wasn't like a lot of accumulation, but I had enough that if I had a few extra minutes and didn't smell a skunk, I probably would have drawn a heart. On my wife's car windshield. <laughs> you didn't even do that. Well, I went outside and I smelled a skunk and I look and there was little paw prints on my porch. And I'm like, like no. oh no, the skunk was out. So I ran yeah. to my car real quick. Anyway, that would have been sweet if you put a little heart there. Yeah. So um, some hot. of you, though, got quite a bit of snow. Wow. I saw the report from WNEP somewhere out in the Poconos. A foot of snow. Ah. <laughs> crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got nothing pretty pretty much. I mean, I woke up yesterday, nothing there. And it wasn't until 6.30 that even little bits came. It, 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 there was a dusting. You could still yeah. see the grass. Yeah, Snedeker, uh, this morning I heard him say, you know, uh, if someone would have told me that I... Or someone would have said the pr- the prediction for the storm that we had landed yesterday was zero to twelve inches, and both sides would be happy or whatever. He's like, you'd think I was crazy, mm-hmm. but some people got nothing, and I guess there was a report of a foot of snow somewhere. Right, that's insane. Yeah, so yeah, so it, it, it was dicey for people driving in the morning. Eighty had Interstate eighty had like three different accidents that closed down yeah. stretches at some point. So just that bad is enough. not fun. That is just misery. Uh, just yeah, just morning. sorry, just bad enough. Just bad enough for people to. Be careless. Yeah, yeah, just so. yeah. It was it was tough. Um, anyway, uh, we'll get a look at that forecast. Uh, looks pretty nice, at least for today. But cold is pretty yeah. much where we're at. We're back to the cold stuff again. Um, there is a chance of some snow showers. Uh, right. tomorrow, but we'll talk to Snedeker a little bit later on. And, and just to clarify that, that's kind of what we had overnight, at least where I was in Lackawanna County. It wasn't a lot. There was I had to you know use a scraper on my windshield. But there was enough to brush off of my hood. 
Can't say the same about that big bust of a storm yesterday, at least for where I live. Yeah, I know. It was weird. That was a weird one because it shifted so much in the last like 24 hours that it changed things for a lot of people. Um, As we mentioned, today is Valentine's Day. I'm seeing a lot of stories about, first of all, more Americans are unattached and self-care is big. And it's not hurting Valentine's Day because there are people who are either going out. You see Galentine's Day, so single gals hanging out and doing stuff together. Um, people buying themselves chocolates, chocolate-covered strawberries, uh, buying themselves flowers, or just doing self-care. Social media has helped that, uh, the cause of the single person on Valentine's Day, because it used to be, I think there were some people, it seemed like an urban legend, but then people would be like, they send them to themselves. Mm-hmm. People would send flowers to themselves at work, but now with social media, people do that and they take, they own it. So they're like, look what I did. I don't <laughs> I need anybody. I got my gift this morning. Yeah. I opened my bag, Aww. my work bag, and there was a, a little box of chocolates. And okay. I thought, oh, my daughter. It's a little note here. I'm like, her handwriting's getting really nice. And then I opened it up. It's not for my daughter. It's for my wife. There's a little personal, personal stuff up top, but she, uh, I'll skip all that. Yeah. Uh, for FCC. No, it's not that kind of personal, but right. she just said, I just wanted to say that I hope you know that I love you a lot and I appreciate all you do and try to do. I love you. <laughs> try to do. <laughs> and she signed she makes her name an effort. with the XOXO. And I know what you're probably thinking now because I've been saying, I'm not doing anything for Valentine's Day. What's your right. first thought? She gave me a little something. What do I need to do? You're going to need to get something on the way home. P.S. She writes, do not buy anything. <laughs> do not buy me anything. PPS, unless it's Twisted Tea, PPSS. Nope, wait, don't. I still have an unopened box. I think she has a problem. <laughs> so it's a lot that's of. Cute, though. But that's, I like little things yeah, like that. That's really so. sweet that she started off your day on a good foot. Yeah, so uh, it's all downhill from here. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. That's nice. That's really sweet. So yeah, I'll try it's to do always something. nice to do something a little sweet, everybody. Yeah. It'd be nice if you just. Tuck a little note in as they're heading off to work. I think that's cute. Um, what are you going to be doing on this Valentine's Day? Now, others, obviously, if you're uh, observing the Lenten season, uh, this is a whole different day. It's Ash Wednesday. And so it's weird how the two holidays collide every once in a while, right? So yeah, I, um, uh, yeah, there'll be people walking around with ashes today. So don't be like, oh, you got something on your forehead. I... Uh, continue to know nothing about the Catholic religion, right? very, very little. I uh, I said to my wife, I said, are you doing ashes? This is yesterday. She says, yeah, after I pick uh, our daughter up off the bus, so mm-hmm. they'll go over. And I go, she doesn't get them though, right? Because she hasn't hit. And she goes, no, she got some. I'm like, I thought she can't get them. I was confusing, I guess, the ashes. With the communion. Yes, because uh, apparently there's different rules for different uh, things. She's got to be close to the communion at, um, age next year, maybe? No, I mean, she's still in first grade. So oh, she's, second grade, it's usually. Is that where it is? I believe it, yeah, probably next year. Yeah, so That's she's going to after school for that. But I, I thought you had to wait. So no, some things, no, yeah, they, there's, yeah, you got to know the rules, Jason. Yeah, that's why I'm not welcome. <laughs> that's why no. whenever I'd, <laughs> I, I grew up, obviously, I, I grew up in the Catholic faith, yeah. so I can, I remember times when uh, friends or, you know, significant other or somebody would go to the church and they'd kind of always be looking around like, what are we doing now? Because, you know, stand up, sit down, kneel, get up, stand up, sit down, kneel. <laughs> it's like, yeah, where I, am I at? What I am I doing? I don't mind going. I, I get some, yeah, I get some stuff out of the messages. But why? Well, I, I get very confused. And I people, I feel like people are judging me if I'm not, you know, 
praying or mm-hmm. kneeling and I'm, I just want to have like a sign going, I'm not really, really right. religious, but I'm here with my family. I support and love them. <laughs> um, it's okay. People aren't that judgy anymore. I think at one time they were. Right. Yeah, Honestly, so. with the way things have been going in many churches, they're just happy to have people in the seats or the pews or whatever, you you know, depending on the faith. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, it, it's it's a a day where maybe you're going out to eat for Valentine's Day, but you've got to pick the fish option. Or do you? <laughs> Be very bad if you don't. I, I felt really bad yesterday, Nancy. I told you I brought punch keys in. Yes. And, uh, you know, the raspberry-filled powdered donuts. Yep. And uh, on the way out of work, I stopped, got stopped by a very chatty coworker of mine named Johnny Lucas. Yes. He was cleaning snow off his car, and we talked all about it. And he goes, "Where's the pun? Where are the punch keys?" I go, "Oh, I put them in my office because he never came down. They never okay. even opened." He goes, "I said we'll do it tomorrow." He goes, "I can't." That's right. And I'm like, "Yes, you can. Just say you have a guy who was kind of brought up kind of loosely in the Jewish religion, and, and he doesn't know the rules, so he's forcing you to." He's just like, "No, no he's not. He, he won't. won't. He he's won't." He's very, bend. very faithful, and he is yeah. not going to bend. So, did you go get him a punch key? No, I, 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 I wanted to leave. Go. It was a long day. I just had a cup. I'm tired. I'm going home. It was, it was just one of those long days. You ever have a little He's in there just, I don't know if he's smiling or if he's going like, geez, thanks for not even thinking about me. I mean, I felt bad, Johnny, but did you, uh, well, you, you won't do it today, right? No, no. Uh, Although we're, you didn't put any in the lunchroom, did you? No. Okay, because I had one from the lunchroom, so I... Oh, I don't oh, know where that they... That was somebody uh, else's punch key. Oh. You stole a punch key, but you won't <laughs> eat one on today. Uh, today, so. You know that he is faithful, because no. um, is that your biggest weakness, Johnny L. Sweets? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would say so. That's his biggest weakness, and so he gives salty, it all up. Carbs. Yes. Foods, yes. just foods, right? In general, candies, just, just food. You haven't? Have you given up on on salty snacks too, or just sweet? Mostly sweet. A, a couple of salty snacks, like potato chips. Uh. Okay. Man, wow, he's really he's really given it everything. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, ah, five seven zero eight eight three zero zero nine eight. We got things to talk about, don't we? Um, first of all, uh, I, we always joke about the fact that restaurants open or anything opens and it becomes a big story locally. Um, There is a a new clothing store opening in the Mid-Valley that's in your neighborhood. I'm ready. Let's go. What is it? Yeah, they. T- this is in the Scranton Times Tribune today. Um, a fashion design graduate with a strong connection to the borough, Dixon City, right, is offering clothes to suit everyone's style. It's a new shop. Arthur Hall the Fourth opened Yuzu Y U Z U. It's a storefront selling a variety of clothing, anywhere from workwear to streetwear, lifestyle in various price ranges. It's the former location of Clams Shoe Store, and I want you to know that as my dad grew up in Dixon City, that was where he was born. That's where he grew up. That's where I hung out at my grandma's house. Clams Shoe Store. It was like. It was the place my dad went all his life. And it was there till very recently. I know. And he Clems- would go there to get his work boots fixed, and, and the guy could do so much. Sad. Yeah, I know. It just, was there for a, a long time. The picture from the story, the, the guy has a, a sewing machine. So I am, is he doing, I guess he's doing alterations? Oh, so he's a fashion design graduate. So he's, design- so he's oh, designing them, yes. And he goes, I wanted a space for myself to create, and my friends to come, and it grew into something more. So he had a soft opening so far for Yuzu. 
And he also offers repairs and alterations. Nice. I could totally use that. All my pants are too long and my waist is too big, so I have to get something... Something it's has to really give somewhere. It's really good to, to see somebody, not just opening something. That's always great to have a business there. But someone who's creating right. on his own, that's pretty neat. My grandfather, my grandpa Sam, we named my son after. He was a, uh, a like a, I don't know if they call it a seamstress, if it was a man, but like a tailor and a right, clothing tailor. designer. He made, he made clothes and owned his own company and everything went well until something, something bad happened. But either way, so I, I like really these mom and pop places. They really that cool. whole place too. They said yeah, they, they really spent have. a year and a half to renovate it. And look, it was an old shoe shop. I mean, if you went in, that's what it was. And I kind of have a soft spot for places that still look like the old days. But now they've completely renovated it. So um, it's pretty yeah, cool. I think that's a neat place. Stop on by. It's Yuzu. Yeah, it's a start. It's definitely a start. And uh, maybe they blow up and they get a couple locations. Bigger, you know. Yeah, who knows right. what other old stores. Grow. It could grow maybe quite a bit. Take over Sugarman's. Who knows? <laughs> you never know. Let's get bigger and bigger. Real quick question, because I don't know this. I found out years later, like, oh, that's the guy from Led Zeppelin. I was a little older when I realized, oh, it made that connection. Right. When it first came out, though, were people like, that's... Robert Plant? Or was it kind of like, that's cool. That's no, Robert actually, Plant. I think it was pretty cool. Okay, I wasn't sure how that yeah. was uh, taken because, yeah. I think people thought no, it was that's pretty neat. cool. All I right, thought cool. it was pretty cool. All right, taking a look at some uh, stuff in the news. Um, look, uh, there was a story. It came out yesterday. I think it started, at, I saw it first in the Allentown. Uh, is it McCall? I think that's the morning call. Morning call, morning yes. call online. Yeah, yeah. Uh, about two brothers from Stroudsburg who ha- are now facing felony charges related to assault and disorderly conduct. Uh, for what they did on January 6th, all the way back on 2021, they are still getting people involved in this attack. Uh, and these are two brothers from Monroe County now behind bars. Uh, Andrew Valentin, he's 26, and Matthew Valentin, who's 31, um, they're both from Stroudsburg. And it said they illegally entered the Capitol that day. Uh, when I looked at what the Department of Justice, you know, prosecutors had put out was that they were both on video. And they actually claim one of the brother, brothers was taking video right. on his cell phone while this was all happening. Um, according to the paperwork that was filed, the two of them pushed a bike rack, rack into a line of officers, also accused uh, one of them of spraying them with chemicals, the other one throwing a chair at them. And uh, they say that they will uh, face, again, felony uh, charges in connection with what had happened there. One of them was arrested um, in Wilkes-Barre. Yeah. And the other one was taken into custody a little distance away. But, um, yeah, after all these years, there still are a number of people yeah. that are wanted. They have pictures. The FBI has pictures out of, of these uh, people. So. Yeah, arrests aren't shocking. Arrests today or this week are shocking. Mm-hmm. You know, how is it so hard to find certain people? And They haven't you know. stopped looking, yeah. so that's uh, that's what happened there. Meanwhile, another story uh, that happened, this one in the uh, local area. Scranton man pleading guilty to his role in a case of road rage. And you're like, which one? Because yeah. there's like so many. This one was pretty uh, memorable. Uh, 26-year-old Eric Viquez uh, pleaded guilty to two counts of aggravated assault this wasn't your normal run-of-the-mill i'm mad and i'm going to like middle finger act like a yeah. jerk yeah um he was driving on the cross valley expressway last january another car tried to pass him on the exit investigators say he pulled out a gun and then shot at the other car 
and there were four people inside that vehicle. Luckily, nobody was was hit, but he was later arrested at his home in Scranton. Um, look, uh, there are road rage cases happening all the time. This one, obviously, the gun, the shots, da 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 da. The other day, I was just talking to someone I know, and they were talking about how they were just a nervous wreck, and they said, "I'm just." The other day, they had a case of somebody who followed them after something had happened, had gotten out of the car because they were stopped at a light, came over and approached the vehicle. She had to drive around. She said, I am a nervous wreck driving now just because it was yeah. such an, an unnerving situation. Um, and uh, there, there was a story WNEP had, you know, it, it was a while ago, but anytime there's a road rage story, they link to it. Um, there's a lot of Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. People that want to fight and argue with somebody, your best bet is always just to get out of the way. And that's what she did. But I know of other people. I know of somebody else who was upset because someone jumped in front and cut them off, that they went and cut them off, and then that person went around and they both got in an accident and is still recovering from injuries to this day. There is just... It's, it's not no, worth it. It's not worth the winning, whatever that may be. There is no winning. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just saw one the other day, and they, you compare it to this, it seems like nothing, but I, I guess the person went to pass as uh, another car was coming up much faster, didn't realize it. We had yeah. this conversation a few weeks ago. You go from the middle lane to the left lane to pass, but I guess they wanted to pass at 70, not 90. And that person got on their yeah, bumper and it was a, a foot. We see it all the time. Look, I, I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes I figure, oh, to. if they jumped in front of me. I, look, there are others you could clearly see that they are weaving in and out of traffic. And those are very dangerous people. And I try to stay as far away. But sometimes people just zone out. And so I try not yeah. to take this stuff personally, but you've got to really drive defensively. It's It sucks. But this one, you know, bring out a gun and start shooting at a car. Yeah, that's someone who probably shouldn't have any access to a weapon. Or a car, maybe. I mean, yeah, I think it's true, too. It's probably true. You know what's really crazy? Um, Valentine's Day snowstorm of 2007 was 17 years ago. Mind-blowing to me. Where does the time go? It's crazy. 17 um, years, really. I remember this like it was yesterday. WNEP did a story on this, but we had talked about this with Snedeker yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And that was the year where almost every single holiday in the winter season, there was a snowstorm. And people joke about it. Um, but that one was crazy. Only because, if I recall correctly, 
for, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, and um, many of you will, will remember what happened that day. Um, we thought there was going to be snow. I don't believe that we thought it would be as bad as it was. Right. And it really crippled people on the highways in Northeast PA. And that was the crazy thing. We knew enough that it was coming because we had rooms. There used to be, behind the Arby's down here, a, um, a place we would stay, a motel. And so we already had rooms over there. We wanted to get food that day. A whole bunch of us, we walked over and the Perkins, we were the last people they were serving. And it was only like five o'clock. It was nuts. People were stuck on the highway. It was 315 was a complete parking lot of just cars because nobody could get on the highways. Nobody could get anywhere. People slept in their cars on 315 and on 81. They had to help people that maybe needed medicine, people with children and babies, where people got on their ATVs and went up on the highway and were taking people out or bringing food or whatever and and what they needed. It was crazy. You've shared these stories with me before about this storm in particular. It, it is nuts to think about that because um, every once in a while, a story like this with people being stranded on the roadways happens and it becomes, you know, the lead story for a night. You forget about it. But this would happen here. It was really yeah. sad. And we had rooms at the hotel, a motel, and people were stopping at, you know, there's a couple of places here. There was just nowhere for them to go. And you felt horrible because all these people are literally just sitting in their cars for an entire evening. I mean, all night. It was like this all night until the morning. Are you it was saying crazy. you didn't bring a stranger into your room? A total of 15.5 <laughs> okay. inches of snow. I wouldn't either. Uh, fell that day. And they, in looking at the WNEP story, they say the snow actually started falling the night before. Scranton got 2.5 inches on the 13th. So the two-day total was 18 inches of snow. Uh, but tens of thousands of drivers were stuck on the highways for hours and hours. I remember, I believe it was Ryan Leckie, who was stuck for more than 15 hours on the interstate that day. And he was talking the morning about how, thank God, they had to eat snow to have water because they didn't have that. But he had some kind of a power bar in the car, if I remember correctly. Um, but there were business owners right. who just stayed in their place. Um, there, there, Nothing was open. You know, people literally just hunkered down wherever they were at. It was crazy. It was so busy and it was really scary because it's one thing if you're just stuck in a house and, you know, you might be cold if the power's out. But people stuck on an interstate without nothing, food, right? without water, you know, what if you have to go to the bathroom? I mean, it was a mess. Yeah. I mean, look at, uh, you know, it makes you stronger. Look at Ryan Leckie. Okay. Oh, Stuck. Think about this. Oh, Stuck on the highway. No food. No water. Well, I guess there's snow. You know, and then and you get through that. Yada yada yada. Some billboards now. Amazing. Right. No, but the point no, is, it was, it was it's a, a crazy, horrible experience crazy for day. That's the one where I tell you, and I'm not going to get too much into it, but where I stayed when we stayed at that motel, yep. I had I don't know if it was a ghost or something, but it kept waking me up. Probably a ghost. It was the Valentine's Day <laughs> snowstorm that I stayed in the room, and I kept feeling like around 3 a.m. something like pushed my back, like I literally thought someone was in my room, and I woke up and I thought, oh, okay, bad dream, go back to sleep. And I fell back asleep, and like half an hour later, I felt like I was pushed three times, Jason. It's probably one of those people from the car. Three times I felt like I was being pushed, and I finally got up, and I thought, I'm not going back to sleep. I'm just going to get ready, and I like we had to hike up the hill here to get back to the yeah, station. It's, uh, it's So who knows, Jason? Was it a ghost? 
<laughs> by somebody else out there going, get out of this room. So we like, need it. She's talking about it again. She still doesn't know we were in there. <laughs> God. I don't know who that person would be, but. But still, that was 17 years ago. That's wild. That is wild. So, folks, were you there? What, were you stuck that day? Um, chances are a few of you listening must have been stuck or have memories from that Valentine's Day storm of 2007. Just crazy stuff. Jason got a hidden message for Valentine's Day in his backpack. If you want to know what it said, you got to go back on the Odyssey app. Use so the rewind it. feature from the first break of this hour. It is work, worth it. Um, songs have been written about every topic imaginable. The best ones, from swooning 50s ballads to contemporary club bangers, are penned about the ups and downs of being in love, right? Maybe I'm not sure. always. I know all of them. I'm looking at a story here from Billboard where they're talking about the best 50 love songs of all time. I'm not going through the whole list. Um, but if you were to no, pick yeah. a love song, what would it be? Because um, I love Elvis Presley. What's the one? Wise men say only fools rush in. I can't help falling in falling love with you. Love. Yeah, yeah. That would be my number one. Not the UB40 number one hit. That It was a cover of No, that. no, God, no. What was that other one? That, I think it was my parents' wedding song. It was, uh, oh, something, uh, Swan, uh, Moon River. Moon River. Oh, that's a nice old one, too. Yeah, there's a couple really nice songs out there. Is What's there any one that you particularly like? I know I'm putting you on the spot, and you'll probably, um, I'll probably come up with one I even love even more than... But I love Elvis Presley's. Yeah, um, as far as... Is More Than Words by Extreme uh, a love song? I think it kind of is. <laughs> That's a good one. I don't know why I always think of that. I was trying to think of like, uh, yeah, I mean, my wife and I, I, I would tell you what our wedding song is, but I can't pronounce the, uh, the artist's name. Um, Chantel something something from a, a movie. It's called Feels Like Home. I love that song. Oh, I don't know that song. I didn't but... know that song at all. My wife was like, I think it's a good wedding song. And I'm like, all right, we'll give it a shot. And I liked it. It was like something where I started with it, listening to the lyrics and mm-hmm. uh, fell in love with and it. And you liked it. Well, now number I one, it, I let me do number five to number yeah. one on this list anyway. I'm so perplexed by this. Uh, number five, Silly Love Songs, Wings. Hmm. Didn't expect that. Yeah, neither did I. Did Paul McCartney put the uh, list together? Number four, We Found Love, Rihanna, featuring <laughs> Calvin Harris. I thought it was, now that we found love. I'm like, really? really. <laughs> How Deep Is Your Love, the Bee Gees. I remember all my teachers loving that song and playing it when we were in art class. Number it's very three. Very specific, yeah. I do. Yeah, it's that was funny. 1977, so I was 10 years old. Uh, how deep is your love? Number three. Number two, boys to men, I'll make love to you. Fuck oh. you, I'm me too. Um, number one, endless love, Diana Ross and Lionel Richie. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, to me at this point, it has a super, a super cheese factor, but that's only because of time. Right. At the time, it's, they nailed it with that song. Mm-hmm. So I was just looking at some other Endless. ones. I don't know why I love rock and roll is on here. That's really stupid. Yeah, for people who are single. I guess. By the way, Endless Love. Yeah, sure. Bragger. <laughs> Number six, by the way, was Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. Honestly, I like that song, but I like the Dolly version better. I think that one is more authentic and more like, to me... A love song. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's just so many that are out there. What yeah. was the? There was another one you just mentioned on that list that made me go, "Huh, it doesn't make sense." What was that? It was a uh, before three songs before. Was it? I love rock and roll. No, no before that. Let me. Uh, da, 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 da. Let me see. Silly love songs. We found love. No. How deep is your love? I'll make love to you, boys to men. Oh, that. I mean, that one right there. 
because the lines that I make love to you like you want me to, which means there was a conversation that it was all wrong. <laughs> right. Like, before just, we do this, yeah. how do you like this? Yeah, I know you think you know what you're doing. It's like a seizure. Stop. Here are some instructions. Step one through six. This is what I want. <laughs> God. Meanwhile, like, I got a poll. My... I got another poll, but we'll wait till we come back all to right. get the answers. The most popular rom-com movie. Oh, oh, you're um, If there's a rom-com, think when about Harry it. Met Sally. That's that was on the list. So you got mail. Is it got to be Tom it Hanks? It was it was on the list, but you've got mail is on the list too. So you're doing good. Yeah, Tom, anything with Tom Hanks and But uh, they're Meg not Ryan. like top 5. So Oh, oh, is it that uh, uh something with Hugh Grant? He's always I know. Li- oh, I yeah, know yeah. which one you're That's Hugh Grant. Love movie. actually. Maybe that's is that the one it? I think you're thinking no, of. Yeah, I don't know. What would be number 1? Anyway, we'll let you know. Oh, you tell okay, us right. your favorite rom-com movie if there is one that you um think is particularly good. We'll run down that list. I did want to mention um just on more serious news that Democrats there was a special election yeah. that happened yesterday in the Pennsylvania House of Representatives. And uh Democrats were able to retain their slim majority because uh, voters of uh, elected a former school board member to represent them in a Philadelphia suburb that has been trending more to the left. It's been moving that way. Um, Jim Prokopiak's election to the Bucks County seat gives Democrats a 102 to 100 majority in the House which they've been trying to defend in four different special elections this past year. There was a Republican lawmaker who resigned last week, and that shifted the power back to Democrats. His win now, Prokopiak's, will keep it in place. And uh, he was able to stave off a Republican challenger. Um, So there was also an election that happened in the U.S. Congress. And this was the one in New York where George Santos vacated that seat, (laughs) actually was expelled. But um, that was a Republican seat, which is now in Democrats' hands because uh, the Democrat defeated the Republican challenger. I think it was like 43 to 46, 40 point something percent. But um, Dems do pick up a seat. So that slim majority is even slimmer uh, for Republicans right now in the House. On this Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. Ash Wednesday as well. It's also Ash Wednesday. What did you give up? Or maybe you're going to do something positive. 570-883-0098. What is the most popular rom-com movie? out there. Um, There was polling done. They did it by state as well. But when we break down the list, number five, The Proposal. Who made this list? Number four, Pretty Woman. Mm, Yeah, nothing like the hooker with the heart of gold. I feel like that movie gets uh, romanticized, as you can tell. (laughs) It does start off a little rough. Three, Ten Things I Hate About You. That is cute. I don't know if I saw that one. Number two, Love Actually. Always makes me cry. Aww. Especially when the little kid is playing the drums. That makes me laugh. Remember the one where he's playing the drums and then he sees her talking to someone else? He starts to get mad with the drums. Yeah. Great. Crazy Stupid Love, number one. By the way, um, you mentioned Hugh Grant. Yeah. I think he was also in Notting Hill, which is number six. Yeah, he's, he's kind of like he the British to Tom Hanks when it comes to these movies. And um, uh, Number seven, The Holiday. Number eight, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Number nine, Bridget Jones' Diary. And number ten, When Harry Met Sally. Yeah, the uh, I think it's How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, where my wedding song came from. There's like a, apparently some sort of like a, I say boink boink scene in a bathroom, and that plays. And my wife's like, "That'd be great for our wedding." 
Oh God! I just and I said, "Oh, okay." Just I'm not. trying to see what does it have for just Pennsylvania when they ask this question. Notting Hill, there you go. That's ours. It's, it's Pennsylvania's most romantic. Followed by Pulp Fiction and the early '80s classic Diner. Doesn't oh, make God. any sense. <clears throat> hey, this is a weird, crazy, dumb story, but hey, I gotta tell you: in Quebec, a teacher, Mario Perone, now accused of selling their students' artwork online. Perone allegedly sold students portraits and artwork places on T-shirts, coffee mugs, and iPhone cases. Mm -hmm. Some of these priced at about $118. One parent said, I am extremely disgusted with this person. Is this teacher asking for certain types of projects to be done to be able to sell them? An intellectual property lawyer suggests the teacher needs permission to copy or sell their work. They could be getting in big trouble. Imagine your art teacher. Hey, everybody, I want you to do this exercise. And then you put it together and give it to them and they sell it. It's it's art. So it sounds somewhat normal and not that big of a deal. But it's, it would be the equivalent if there was yeah, a market. It's, like, it's your creative. Genius. It's your homework. And it's your basically your classwork. So it's kind of like if your math teacher sold your tests. It's your it's intellectual property. That's really cruddy. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 